Hi, I'm Vern Davis. I'm a host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Produce Global and People Solutions. We're here at the Benzinga Miami Conference, the Capital Conference for Cannabis. And I am blessed. Today I have two young ladies who are doing some very entrepreneurial things in the cannabis space. And here I have Jessica Billingsley, CEO of Akerna, which I can't wait to talk to you about what you guys are doing at Akerna. And I have Sam Ford, who is uh, business development lead on cannabis for Protus Global People Solutions. So I'm really excited about that. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's been a while since someone called me a young lady, so I'll take that. Absolutely. <laughs> I tell you what, the industry is envious of you in several ways, but one that's really key is in talent. Being a female leader in cannabis, that's big time. It's something that Samantha Ford, Sam Ford here, is driving and building and her function at, at Protus Global People Solutions. And I want to bring Sam in to have a conversation with us about that because it's really been tremendous and she's covering a lot of ground in this right now and it's a big topic. So let's talk about that. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Samantha. So you started out, it's in dog ears, right? Now, it's like 50 years ago in cannabis, is a, one of the first women and now you flash forward and you are of this unique, when you think about CEOs that are going public, tell me, I'd be very curious about what it's like now to be the CEO of a public company versus a private company. Well, since we're speaking specifically from the angle of being a woman, I, a very dear friend of mine who's a, a public CEO said, you know, you really have to watch yourself now. You can't go to conferences and just get drunk because people pay attention and now they're going to take pictures. And I said, what world are you living yeah. in? Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone should that be that is, careful, but not necessarily that is as a woman. I always have to. I, that, that is my yeah. life. Yeah. A, I do think there there's a way in which perhaps we're held to a high standard. But I also think that some of it is the pool of talent from which we have to pull. Mm -hmm. That as we're looking at attracting new leadership and as we're looking at how do we, how do we help women stay engaged in the workplace and offer them paths to leadership positions, we've got to have something feeding that funnel. So that starts with women in STEM. There's a lot of attention given to that. Mm -hmm. But there's not a lot of attention given to what I like to call the second gate. So sure. uh, actually the stats in tech are that 57% of women that go into tech drop out in the first 10 years. Mm -hmm. So not only do we have trouble attracting them, but then they fall out at a rate of almost 60%. Mm -hmm. And I, if we can successfully retain the talent that we've attracted, that'll go a long way toward having a, a good pipeline, a good funnel of women to take leadership. And I think that that's a great point because one of the things that I'm trying to be a voice to with my current clients and new clients is that funnel, how to get more women in the C-suite. And luckily, I feel like there are a lot of clients when we take on an important role for a C-suite, we have had a lot of our clients say, we would really love to get a woman in that role. But there are certain there are certain parts of the company where it's much more difficult. For example, when we've taken on CFO roles 
it's it's harder to go and find a very senior woman who can step in as a CFO who could potentially also go into a CEO role. And so how do you think that some of these companies can foster that in getting more women into the C-suite role? And how, do, how, do, how are you a voice in the industry for that besides just being a prominent CEO yourself? Well, we have a corporate social responsibility campaign around this called the One Woman Challenge and Stop the Drop. It's really about the idea that it's more meaningful to help somebody with a phone call, an email, a mentorship session, an introduction, that you don't have to plan big, grand, meaningful programs or gestures, that all those little things that seem like drops in a bucket can become the swell of real change. Mm. And how can you just commit to helping one woman when you can? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's one story. Did you find that you had that right mentorship from a female? I have been very blessed to have a, a number of very prominent female mentors in my life. Uh, one that I know I, yeah. I've been approved to mention publicly is Bonnie <laughs> Cohen. She's the former undersecretary of state under okay. Madeleine Albright. Okay, good. And she introduced me to one of my current board members and investors, uh, mm. Matthew Kane, sure. and, and has been just a, a tremendous mentor to me in my life. And of course, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about my own mother, awesome. who, who has been my first and, and best mentor from a, a women in leadership perspective. She supported our family while my father started his business. She supported our family as a professor of nursing. And later she went to join him in the business and, and they really ran the business together as, as co-owners and operators. And, and I, I still call her today occasionally for personnel. <laughs> um, hey, that's your first trust. That Absolutely. is your first trust. That is your first trust. And one of the things that I'm curious about is you are involved in so many different areas and aspects of the businesses is I continue to try and build out, I guess, what I call an ecosystem of trying to bring together investors, trying to bring together investors and founders, building out more women leaders in cannabis. Are there any organizations that you are affiliated with or that you're aware of that really help foster not just women who are interested in the industry, because I think there are a lot of great groups that do that, that foster that, but for women who have established, who are established like yourself, where you can get into a room and you can network and talk about all of the things that you're going through, such as I'm a woman CEO and I'm taking my company public. How do I build my company from revenue from 5 million to 15 million? Really important questions. Are there any organizations out there that you're a part of that really help foster that? So I am a member of YPO, which is Young Presidents Organization. And one of the wonderful things that YPO does is it brings together small groups of CEOs mm -hmm. or owners, presidents, to who are non-competitive and not in the same industry mm -hmm. to discuss these times. Mm -hmm. It's like having your own personal board of directors. Mm -hmm. And that's not a, I know there is a, a women-specific branch to that, WPO. That's not uh, the one in which I'm involved. Got it. Okay. Well, 
That was one of the things that I would really am still trying to build out, getting just women leaders together, just because I feel like we can all help each other so much. I mean, I, I think we're all so busy that we realize a warm introduction to something goes a million miles. And if you were looking to raise capital and I knew someone who was looking to invest and I just write a warm email making an introduction, I feel like that makes all the difference in the world. And I feel like I would love to figure out how we can continue to come together to help each other in those in those ways. So that's the woman, woman challenge right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. hundred percent with that, the, the, all those little gestures that make up such a such a big difference. And I, I'm very supportive of that. Uh, if there were an organization that existed, I'm, I'm sure that we would participate. This is great. We've all just witnessed an amazing conversation about something that's very important. This is Vern Davis at Plant Profits. I'm here with Jessica Billingsley at, at Kerno. She's doing some tremendous things. Sam Ford at Protus Global People Solutions. You're doing some tremendous things and look forward to talking with you guys more about this. This is something we need to do. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm Vern Davis, host of Plant Profits, partner with Protus Global People Solutions. I'm here at the Benzinga Capital Conference in Miami, reporting for CannabisRadio.com. I am with Samantha Ford. Hey, Vern. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How That's are you? Great. So Sam and I have this special relationship. We work together. We work together at Protus Global People Solutions. Now, Sam, you came from the financial world through recruiting. Yes. Right? You yep. recruited folks for Wall Street and et cetera. And then Sam joined Protus Global People Solutions. Almost two years ago. Yeah. Was it 18 months? Yeah. Yes, 18 months ago. Yeah. 18 months ago. And she has just been driving cannabis for Protus Global People Solutions. But she's got some special things she's been working on recently that some of you may have heard about. And it's all to do with women in cannabis and women on boards, et cetera. So Sam's going to talk to us about that today. Yeah, great. So I think very early on when I was getting into this industry, I'm sort of a natural connector. And so I started just really building an ecosystem, meaning I started getting to know not only just the cannabis companies, but I got to know the investors as well, because that was my entree through Canaccord Genuity into the industry. And through that, as I started building this practice, it was clear to me that there was this need for women to get together in a room at a high level, not people who were interested in cannabis, but people, women who um, could sort of share their stories and network with each other. So I started a group Women Leaders in Cannabis in San Francisco, where we get investors, industry professionals, as well as founders in a room. And we essentially, it's just this huge Rolodex of introductions that we can help each other with. Well, I think that's great. Now, Sam, what really brought that to light for you? I think I have lightning bulb moments uh -huh. where you just see something very quickly. There wasn't anything like that in my uh, sphere. Okay. And so one of the founders is a partner at Dwayne Morris. Her name is Jen Fisher. And when we started talking about how to network with each other, she just sort of lightly said, gosh, I wish that there was a bigger group where we could you know, network. And I just said, Okay, well, let's do it. Absolutely. <laughs> and then I started reaching out to some really amazing women in the industry. Yeah. And then we just 
hosted a lunch and we got all of these Tell fantastic about the lunch. Tell me about the lunch. So the lunch was initially less investor focused and more founder focused. And so we had- Why did you do it that way? In terms of- Investor focused? Um, well, in, in all honesty, I hadn't built relationships with enough investors just yet. Okay. So I first got women founders in the room, got wanted to hear sort of what we all needed and how we could help each other. Good. And then after that, it was, you know, a big component is capital raising, right? And oh, so, so it was great because through this process of people saying, okay, there's a client I know that needs to hire people and making an introduction that I can go back and say, there is someone who I'd like to introduce you to on the capital side that I know and making those introductions. So it became like this great two-way street of. Oh, that's great. So it, it allowed you to connect dots, meaningful dots. Exactly. They evolved. Yep. Yes. And then sort of just sort of closing the loop on your question as it relates to this this focus on building a vertical on women board. Right. I just started doing that naturally last year, meaning there were some amazing prominent women, sure. not only in cannabis, but outside of cannabis that were interested in cannabis and and interested on the board totally. front. And so I just would pick up the phone and call the CEO and say, I've got to introduce you to someone. And they'd say, great, that's a perfect fit for our company. And then we got a couple of searches on the board roles. That's right. And then I just thought, well, why don't we actually have a focus? And why don't I be the first one in the industry to build this vertical of women on putting women on corporate boards? And I love it. I, I love that. And, and how's it working? It's fantastic. I'm not only getting a lot of outreach from some of some absolutely amazing women inside and outside of cannabis, but I, I definitely am having great conversations with some of the bigger cannabis companies who are saying that is absolutely on our agenda for 2020. Right. Now, you got some unassisted help a couple of weeks ago. Some large companies in other places started talking about they needed women on boards. What was that announcement? And what has that done? Oh, sure, sure. Well, I, I, this, is, this was a conversation going way back last year. Yeah. And so, obviously, you know that we've been talking about how to build that out for our company. That's right. And then we made the announcement. And then about two weeks later, the CEO of Goldman Sachs That's said right. that they weren't going to be taking any companies public if it was an all-white male board. And that was fantastic because it was... It was a great way for me to sort of get that message out there a bit more to say that this is something that we all really need to be thinking about. It's not just a trend. This is something we all need to give a lot more consideration to. That was such a big move. The timing was really great. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's really cool about that is because money is so important in the cannabis space. Yep. Right. And how you get money today. Yep. It it looks more like a normal company that's got to have great talent. Yep. A great board of directors. Yes. Right? Yes. A great product. Yep. A, a great offering. How are you how differentiating you yourself? And how are you differentiating? And what, and what are you really doing? Can you run a business? Do you have a business? Can you make money? Right. All of the normal metrics. Right. Running a business. And the board is important. Well, think about this too, Vern. If you, if you are adding diversity to your board... Right. Think about how much that adds to your networking when you add another board member that is diverse or two board members. When you go to raise capital, it is it expands your networking vastly. Diversity is good. Absolutely. That's great. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Sam. Well, thank for, you. For, for dropping by. And we're here for a couple of days, so I'm sure you'll drop by with some of your some folks. Absolutely. That you have some conversations. Absolutely. Please do that for us. Yeah. Vern Davis, your host at Clamp Profits, 
on Cannabis Radio. Thank you, Sam. Thanks, Vern. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.